welcome back to Circle C Reach Podcast. I'm your host, Austin, and I'm here with my co-host. Hey, it's Josh, everybody. Josh is back, and it is amazing. We are actually, we're podcasting off-road. We're not on site. We're not at Circle C. Nope. We decided to go to our favorite place to eat, Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. Chick-fil-A. You may have noticed that it's as if Austin is in the driver's seat of this conversation right now. Yeah, I'm going to be driving the conversation tonight, and you may be wondering why, but it's literally because I'm in the driver's seat. He's in the driver's seat. I'm literally sitting in the driver's seat. I'm not Mm -hmm. driving, for those of you parents listening. I'm not driving. Don't worry. We are parked. The Mm -hmm. car is on for the AC. It is summer. It's a beautiful day. Yeah, we you know we were gonna go through the Chick Fil A drive through, but we didn't want to pain you guys to have to hear someone say, "What would you like from Chick Fil A?" Realizing, even if you answered on the podcast, you wouldn't be getting a Chick Fil A sandwich. No. Nope. So quickly, Josh, your favorite Chick Fil A sandwich? Oh, I always go for the spicy. Yeah, I'm a spicy guy too. Hey, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. So well, a couple more minutes and we'll be able to enjoy some of that. But in the meantime, mm-hmm. um, we've we've had a lot of good conversations so far. Yeah. Uh, this two. is this is week three of camp. Mm-hmm. And I hope everybody's enjoying camp. I've been loving camp. I also have. I got to be honest, though, it's super weird that it's the middle yeah. of summer and there's nobody at camp. Yeah, I bet that's the first time ever in your life. In my life. You've been there every single week or every you know, of the summer of your that's life. True. And uh, yeah. there's no one there. It's finally dawning on me. It just felt like it was a long spring. Yeah, but now it's like, <laughs> oh wow, it's actually summer and th- there's no one here. Yeah, it's like 95 degrees. You're like, it's yeah, not, oh, it's it not spring hot. anymore, Olaf. Here, here we go. <laughs> right, summer. <laughs> oh, amazing. So, week one we talked about. Oh, we talked about the problem. The problem, sin. Sin mm-hmm. separates us from God. But then we talked about week two, the solution. Yes. Even though sin separates us, Jesus came. He's the solution to come back. He is the solution. We are now able to be in relationship with him, with God, because of the sacrifice that Jesus had on the cross. Right. That's amazing. And we got another important thing to talk about today. Because we're not done. We're not done. We're not done. Because Jesus comes, he offers us salvation. And today we're going to talk about a big, long word that we say, and it's repentance. Yes. A lot of people say this word. We talk about it a lot. Um, so when we talk about repentance, let's let's just talk first. What is it? If I don't know that term, if I'm not familiar with it, what is repentance, Josh? Well, repentance is when we say no to something and then we say yes to something else. And so in our life as Christians, we say no to the things of this world, but then we say yes to the life that God calls us to. No, I like that. And even there's a, that term itself, repent, uh, actually goes back. To, it's a, a Roman military term. And it, it literally means it's a call for someone to about face. And what, what they mean by about face is turn 180 degrees. No way. You see, our sin nature, the, because we're sinners, we established that week one, we have a problem. It's called sin. We're naturally in the progression and moving towards sin. That's what our body, that's what our flesh wants to do. That's what our, our person wants to do outside of Jesus. But when we repent, repentance is turning 180 degrees. We no longer mm-hmm. follow sin. We no longer seek after sin, but we have something greater to seek after, namely Jesus, uh, in the pursuit of holiness uh, after him. So I just think it's it's really cool to think about it even in that Roman military term. That's repent, crazy. About face, turn 180 Until today, degrees. I did not know that that was a Roman military and term. And now you know. I know. And now you know. Wow, we're learning stuff And even you listening, you know. Hey, maybe you didn't know that, and you were like me, but now we all know. Fun facts. We're all on the same page. Week three, now. repentance. <laughs> so I think another way to look at 
repentance and living a, a life of repentance, uh, A.W. Tozer puts it really well. He calls it living a crucified life, mm -hmm. which you find in scripture and stuff. But he says this about it. He says, the crucified life. Too often we give God only the tired remnants of our time. If Jesus Christ had given us only the remnant of his time, we would all be on our way to that darkness that knows no morning. Christ gave us not the tattered leftovers of his time. He gave us all the time he had. But some of us give him only the leftovers of our money and of our talents and never give our time fully to the Lord Jesus Christ who gave us all. And so I think that repentance is a, it's a process. And we have to do it every day because we have to give everything there's there's there can't be things in our life that we keep just for ourselves right. we have to completely die to yep. ourselves i think it's a it's a understanding of everything we have is actually not ours in the first place right well when we talk about you know another maybe worry that people here would be stewardship right when we mm -hmm. talk about the things that we have when we actually begin to realize the, th the stuff we have, it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's your, your bed or your phone or, or your, your AirPods, whatever it is, it's actually not your stuff. God, right. has, God has given opportunity in your life. God has allowed some of those things to happen. He's the owner of all things. When we realize he's the owner of all things, we, we call out to him and we say, God, open-handedly, all this stuff is actually yours to use however you want. Mm -hmm. What do you want to do with all of these things? How would you have me do, like, even what would Jesus do, right? Like, right. If, if Jesus were me, if Jesus were you, how would he live his life? So you're listening. You ask the question about, you can ask that question about everything and anything you have. And you should. And you should, right. Jesus, if you were me, what would you have me do? That could be a situation. That could be a, a physical belonging you have that he might be calling you to give to someone else. Uh, it could be the money that you have. Like, Jesus, if you were me, what would you do with you fill in the blank? And I think it's even smaller than that. Like, even the most basic thing, like our breath. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't keep our heart beating. I don't think about that. Mm -hmm. God does. So every, literally everything we have is not ours. God gives it to us. Yeah. And he just wants us to live for him. Oh, that's good. That's good. So, so repentance is turning from our self, our sinful self, and turning to God to live a crucified life, as A.W. Tozer said, that we would look at all of our things and say, God, what would you have us do? Because it's not ours. We don't live for ourselves. We live for Christ. So so that that's what repentance is. The, the next question that then is, is worth asking is, what does it take? Like, right. what does it take for us to repent to God? What does it take? Well, I actually saw something in the news uh, today, this morning, that made me think about this. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but there was a federal execution for the first time in I don't even know how long. Wow. So, like, the death penalty was carried out by the government today. And that's crazy. Like, really? somebody w in court was like, okay, you get the death penalty, and then the government killed them today. Wow. So that's crazy. But I was thinking to myself, hey, I have never done anything worthy of the death penalty. Sure. I swear, I promise. But <laughs> how crazy would it have been if I would have walked into that room and I would have been like, hey, I know this guy did some really terrible stuff, but take me mm -hmm. instead. Mm -hmm. That's what Jesus did for us. Mm -hmm. And it never really dawned on me today until I put myself in, I guess, his shoes and just like, hey, I've done nothing to deserve this punishment, right. but I'll take it. And all Jesus asked for us in return for taking the punishment is that we repent and that we believe in him. Yeah. So what does it take? I mean, it takes everything but 
it's worth it because of what Jesus did for us. Right, right. Yeah, he gave his life. So wouldn't it be an appropriate act of love in response to that to say, God, God here's my life. Do whatever you want with it. Right. Um, and I think it, it falls short, this comparison, because Je- Jesus paid the price that we could never sure. pay. And so that makes it so much bigger. But yeah, yeah I know that's even when you talk about sin, because sometimes we think to ourselves, oh, we don't deserve the death penalty or like, you know, I'm not that bad of a person. Right. Sin separates. Yep. Sin, one, you know, it doesn't matter. We're all sinners. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. That's what the that's what the Bible tells us that that's true. So sin separates us from God and we're removed. Like we deserve hell. Yep. But Jesus says, I love you enough to come and die for you. Right. Unbelievable. Why? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I that's the thing I struggle with the most of them being honest like why? Yep. You look at think you look at like Hitler, right? He did, he did he's the worst. Sure. You know, you look at history just like, "Oh, that guy's that guy stinks." Yeah. But like Jesus paid the price for him. Sure. You know? Absolutely. Just like, "Why? Why would you do that?" And his love is just so much bigger than I can understand. Yep. So much bigger. And he loves us and he wanted to. Yeah. He, right. He wanted to. It wasn't like begrudgingly it wasn't like god the father you know like you know said hey like if you do this i'll give you dessert after dinner like, yeah, it was, like right, there was right. no there was no <laughs> reward his arm right yeah. there was no reward outside of the fact that he loved us so much that he knew that that was the only way mm-hmm. for us to experience something greater in something <laughs> like heaven and, and that was the only way for us to do that and he chose to do that for us he chose to do that for I us. I don't get it, but so it, I'm it, very grateful. It takes a life, right? Like, our, what does it take? We need to we need to be willing to lay our lives down to live a crucified life when we repent. So, so that's what it takes. But, Josh, what does it look like? What, what does that does look like? Okay, like I can wrap my mind around. Yes, we need to live a crucified life. Yes, repentance to about face 180 degrees. Like I'm going to turn away from my sin and turn to Jesus. But like. What does that look like in my life? Right. We've just been talking big picture. Just like, okay, we got to we got to make the turn. We got to live for mm-hmm. Jesus, not for ourselves. But yeah, what does that look like? And I think it looks different for every person. I think that everybody has different struggles and different things that they fall into, uh, and they have to choose daily to not choose selfishly, but to choose for to follow Christ. And I one thing that comes to my mind is in in college Guys would come up to me. They're just like, "Josh, I'm I'm looking at things on the internet. I shouldn't." And I was like, "Okay, well, we gotta we gotta stop that." Right. And I was just like, "What are you willing to do?" And they're just like, "Well, you know, I'll do whatever it takes." I was like, "Okay, where where do you typically look at this stuff at?" And he was either like their computer or their phone. I was like, "Okay, get a dumb phone. Don't use your computer. Use the libraries." And they're just like, "Whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't I don't want to do that." But that's what it takes. It takes putting your foot down and making things a priority that should be a priority. Yeah. Are you willing to do whatever it takes? Yeah. So that you can glorify God with your life. Mm-hmm. Every action, every word, every deed, everything that you are, are you willing to do whatever it takes? That's whatever what the takes. heart of that question is. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Oh, so good. And uh, Galatians, this is this is probably where A.W. Tozer got the idea from. Uh, Galatians 2, 20 through 21, it says, I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not set aside the grace of God, for if righteousness could be gained through the law, Christ died for nothing. And it's just... What does it look like? What did it look like when Jesus was crucified? He gave up everything. Yeah. 
So that's what it has to look like for us. Yep. And even if you think about, you know, when, when Christ was crucified, he was vulnerable. Yeah. He was exposed. Mm-hmm. And for us to be willing to step into vul- to being vulnerable, step into being exposed, th- those things are scary at times, right? Like right. I, I get nervous when I have to get vu- vulnerable with somebody. Oh, my gosh, yeah. It's, it's hard for me to do that. But it's what Jesus did for us. Mm-hmm. So if my vulnerability can help somebody else, if my ability to to share my life with somebody else, even if it gets in the deepest, darkest parts of my soul, that's what Christ did for us. Mm-hmm. Like He was willing to do that for us. And and like I just pray for for us. I pray for those of you listening that that we would never we would never grow cold to the gospel. That's my prayer sometimes. God, would I never right. grow cold to the gospel? Would I never? Would it never become? old hat would it never just be normal yeah that i would always understand the incredible weight and implications that that christ going to the cross was for me and for you and for anybody that it extends to all people christ died so that we could be with him again and and that's something that we need to we need to always come back to that that should light our fire every morning yeah that's that's unbelievable i know and it's so easy to just get used to it yeah and so i really like that you said that it's just like, let's never grow cold to mm-hmm. it. Because living at camp and seeing hundreds of kids give their lives right. to Christ, man, it is so easy for me to just get used to it. Be like, oh, yeah, this is the truth. But then it's you just like have a conversation like this, and just God opens your eyes yeah. to everything that he's done. Right. And, oh, man, we just we Brand have to new keep every that time. prayer. Right? Yeah. Like, like when we gave our lives to Christ, that mm-hmm. moment was unbelievable and so incredible. Right. And what's so cool about what God does at Circle C is – is that happens all of the time. Right. All of the time. Yeah. Not because we're so great or, you know, you you know, camp is amazing. Yes, all of those things, you know, camp is awesome. I love right. being there. I love being Me a part too. of it. But God, <laughs> God is the one that changes the heart. Yeah. God is the one that comes in and changes our life, flips it upside down, allows us to repent. So like if you're struggling with some of that, like maybe just pray and ask God, like, hey, would you would you give me strength to to have faith today? Right. Would you give me strength to be able to see you in a new way? Would you give me strength to understand the implications of the gospel and the fact that you sacrificed yourself for me? So like Josh, like if if we were to challenge everybody today, mm. like if we were to say, hey, this next week, be thinking about this one thing, right? Or maybe maybe they write it down in, in their their circle C Ooh. journal, or maybe they they talk to their parents about it, whatever, or find a friend that they mm-hmm. can they can share some of this stuff with. What what could we uh, what could we be thinking about? So I think now that we've talked about the need to repent, like it's the thing that Jesus asked us to do. Right. He said, hey, believe in me, and then follow me. And so that means leave your life behind. And so I I think what we have to do now that we see the need is we have to say, God, search me for what you don't want in my life. And my, my bumper would say it this way. He, he'd ask the Holy Spirit. He'd say, ask God to have the Holy Spirit shine the searchlight on your life and to yeah. expose anything that doesn't honor God. Wow. And so today, this week, every day this week, take a t- take aside time to ask God because he wants to show you. Yeah. He doesn't want this stuff in your life. And so when we do that, then we can repent. And then we can start to live the life that God is yeah. calling us to. The idea of a searchlight just reminds me like, um, you know, have you ever played hide and go seek in the dark? Yes. And, and sometimes when you play hide and go seek in the dark and, and someone has a flashlight and they're trying to find you Cheap. And, and, and they're just, they're <laughs> scanning, yeah, right? Yeah, they're yeah, scanning. Yeah. You're, you're hiding. You have a great spot if, if they didn't have their, their flashlight right. out, but they do and, and they're cheating, but that's okay. But, you know, 
I just I, I when you were saying that I had the sense and the feeling of, of playing hide and seek. Mm-hmm. Somebody with a flashlight and they're panning and then they catch a glimpse of your shoe oh. and they they pan back and you're you're fully exposed. Right. And and for those of you that are listening that are fearful of that that are fearful of like, what if God actually like, like what if He actually saw the dark parts of my soul? What if He actually saw right. the dirty the things the, I'm hiding the things I'm hiding? Well. Let me tell you, you don't have to be afraid of that because although you might feel like you're hiding, he knows. He knows. Like, think right. about Genesis 1. <laughs> yeah, right? I was like, just about to say when that. Right? Adam and Eve are there, and he, God has the grace. He's loving enough. They, once they sinned, they went into hiding, and they were hiding in the garden, and God's walking in the garden, mm-hmm. and, he, and he, says, he says, where are you? Where are you? As if he didn't know. As right, if he didn't know, right. but he loved them enough and knew what was going on mm-hmm. to say, I'm going to meet you where you're at. Right. So the same is true. Like when we ask God to search our hearts, is it scary? Sure. Could it be, could it be nerve wracking? Yeah, maybe. But we serve a God who's willing and wanting to meet us right where we are. Mm-hmm. So we, would, he, would we, would we even pray for courage to act on what he reveals? Would right. He, if he, when he search, when, when we allow him to search our heart, would he allow us to see those things? And then be willing to, to act on those. Right. I mean, it's, we've been talking about a crucified life. It's not going to be easy to mm-hmm. change your lifestyle, especially when there's relationships involved, especially when you have to cut people out of your life. It's not easy. Right. Yep. So, man, Josh, this has been great. This has been great. I, I love it. R- repentance. You know, we talked about it's turning from our sin. It, it takes our whole life to be able to do that and that we'd ask God to search our hearts. So mm-hmm. would you mind maybe I could pray for us this week? Ooh, all uh, right. And we can, Let's and we do can it. get into it. So, God, thank you so much for today. Thank you for those that are listening. We're grateful for what you've given us and how you've uh, allowed us to repent from our sins. Would you give us the boldness to do it? We know that you call us to it. Would we turn away from our sin? Would we turn away from the things that are of this world and and crucify our lives, crucify ourselves to you, Jesus, because you're the only one who's worthy of it, that we would turn our eyes and fix our eyes on you. God, we're grateful for who you are. We pray that we we would live a life that's worthy of what you're calling us towards, God, because Christ died on our behalf. Search our hearts. Give us the boldness to act on the things that you're calling out of us, that you would root out any sin in our lives, that we would pursue you and give everything for you. God, we love you. Thank you so much. Amen. Amen. Now, I'm just I just looked up and there's some seagulls eating some Chick-fil-A. I'm not kidding. Ah. Right in this parking lot. And I uh that's making me pretty hungry. I think it's time to hop in that drive through. Let's get some Chick-fil-A. We love you guys. We'll see you we'll next week. See, well, we won't see you. Yeah, you're right. But you'll hear us. I'll see you next week. Josh. I will see you. <laughs> all we'll, right. I'll see you, Josh, and I'll hear you guys all here. Can I hear us? <laughs> Got it? See you guys. See ya.